ho, 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 Merry Podcast, and welcome to uh, the last podcast on the left, the murder podcast about the true crimes. Our topic today is Santa has been murdered. I'm your host, Spencer Crittenden, and I'm coming here with the audio NFT man, Kevin. And you know, I'm joined by my special guest, Jeff Davis. I've, I've been relegated to special guests. Yeah, you come behind Kevin now. I'm on the fucking poster. Yeah, you know, I haven't. Look, you put, you know what we should do? Let's have Callie put Kevin on the thing too, because he's, <laughs> he's, he's done more shows than I have at this point because I was gone for so long. I have uh, my I've had my friend Abby on a couple times and she said that she should be on the poster instead of you. And I right, was like, well, Abby you've been can, on twice. Abby Abby. Fuck straight off. <laughs> do I know Abby? I think I do. I don't know if you've met her, but maybe you have. Or is that your nickname for Abed? You just call I've Ab- talked Abed to Abby to you before. Uh, no, no. Abed is Abed is friends with Abby. Abed takes pictures of Abby. Okay. In a creepy Sexy way or, or in, a, in a, in a, like, are they like TikToking and gramming and whatnot? They're like TikToking and gramming. Yeah. More or less. I'd like to say hello. Uh, first of all, uh, happy holidays to every, I'll tell y'all out there and uh, happy Hapachinos. Uh, it's a Hapachino Christmas and uh, I, I'm very glad to be back on camera, back at home, off the road and uh, be, be back here with you all. I hope everything has been good in my absence. And a happy nose to Jeff because Jeff got uh, a I surgery got my, or something. I got my chinos did. My nose did. It's still a little swollen. The, the, the swelling will shrink wrap, my doctor tells me, a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, and there's, there's still some stitches that are under here that will dissolve. But I'll tell you this. For the first time since maybe, I don't know, the 90s, I can breathe out of both nostrils. And at night. I can sleep on either side without having to roll over. Also, I, I, I spent an eight-hour night of sleep on one side for the first time, and not, I really don't know how long. The doctors at yeah. USC Keck Medicine are absolutely uh, superstars, so uh, thank you to all of them. Uh, how was the surgery aftermath pain-wise? Are you in pain? Were you in pain? Never. No pain? Not a bit. They gave me a... Um, I shouldn't say this because they, they're in my house, Uh-oh. and one of you drug addicts is going to come burglarize me. Uh, they gave me a big uh, subscription of uh, Norco's uh, or a hydrocodone. Mm-hmm. I took two of them. I don't even think I needed them. I had a mild headache afterwards. Even like they cut my septum. They incised my entire underneath of my nose. It never hurt. I, I, I had a slight headache for two days. I, and they also shaved off the, the bump that I had from a previous nose break. I've lived a rough life, you guys. You guys. I, I, mm-hmm. uh, um, I, I worked on a chain gang in Mississippi for a while. It, it's, wow. it's, it's, a, it's a rich tapestry of me getting my ass kicked. But uh, they, they <laughs> went up there apparently with a hammer and chisel and shaved off some bone, straightened Ugh. my septum. The inner workings of the nose are mysterious and wild. Uh, and the ENT people, the otolaryngology people at USC are just fucking masterminds. And when I got my injection, like they give you an IV while you're waiting to go in. Mm -hmm. There's a little port where they push the go to sleep juices. Yeah. The go to sleepies. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, awesomely, it's not important that this woman was highly attractive, but she was highly attractive to me anyway. Your anesthetician? My anesthesiologist was uh, that. Yes, I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, is this is this not woke? Are we gonna get canceled? She was I sexy. So. She was fucking just beautiful. My and- anesthesiologist was a fucking asshole old man, and it sucked. And he gaslit me, <laughs> and then he get and then he lit gassed me. And he actually gassed you. Yeah. Uh, no, she came up to me with a syringe. She goes, "Okay, um, here's a little tequila." And then they put that in you and they, and they roll you in. And then I got a tap on the shoulder a moment later. And I'm like, okay, are we ready to go? And I'm like, it right. was over an hour ago. And uh, 
I shouldn't say this. When I signed out my release forms, like, you know, I got to sign here and sign there. I was a little shaky because two days prior to the surgery, I drank way too much. And oh, the doctors no. are like, why are you shaking? I'm like, oh, you know, I haven't eaten. And they're like, stop drinking so much. They, 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 they didn't fucking buy that for a moment. Yeah, they knew it. They knew it. They got one look at you. Speaking of which, happy holidays. That happens. Everybody drink. Remember uh, Remember when we did that? That just happened. That just happened. A I mean, beverage. I, I don't know. So I went I, like a... A week later, not even a week, six days later after the surgery, I go in to get the splint off. And the doctor takes it off, Dr. Markarian, who's just a, just a gentle genius. And he goes, oh, my God, your nose looks great. I go, tell me what happened. Like, explain to me what happened. And he either didn't because he thought I was stupid and, and he would get too scientific. Or it might be better for my mental health to not know exactly how violent what they did to me was. Yeah. He, like, or he fucked up really bad and he's like, no, you know, like I, I told him, I, I wanted to, I wanted to jump up and hug him and kiss him and uh, just, you know, just fuck him right there in the, in, in the office. Um, and you mean fuck him. And I mean, fucking him. Uh, and why is every woman that works there just beautiful? It's, it's, it's so, it's just a magical wonderland where everybody's laughing in the pre-op. Everybody's in bed and they ask you the same questions a million times. And mm -hmm. they, 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 I, I heard them ask the guy next to me. I couldn't see him because he was, there was a curtain. Uh, do you have any history of this? Do you have diabetes? Do you have any allergies? No, no, no. Yes. Uh, this, that. Do and uh, they asked me, and I was prepared for it because I'd already heard him get the question. Do you have mm -hmm. any, do you have any metal in your body? Meaning like, do you have any steel, like, you know, like, like a ACL or like, you know, screws, you know, from broken bones and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, only my buns of steel. And she walked out of my little tent area. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was dumb. And she comes back. She goes, I, lo I love that joke. She's like, I, I can't believe. It. So yeah, if you're ever in surgery, use the buns of steel. Also, it dates that is me a good because joke. buns of steel goes back to I think the '70s, maybe the early '80s. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Important. I think you you know why you know why you had a, a place a fucking doctor's office full of hot babes, Jeff, is because you're Jeff Davis, and it's the doctor you go to. And so, you know, they had to like go through beforehand and like really sex it up, you know, before they're so. like, no, oh, no, Jeff's it, coming. We got to do it. And, and when I say beautiful over. and when I say sexy, I'm not talking about they, they look like supermodels. What they look like is some of the prettiest women who also clearly have multiple PhDs and doctorates and are just funny and nice. Like it would. It, it, this is not me trying to be sleazy about my doctors and, and nurses and techs and stuff like that. It's just, um, it's, it's, a, it's a happy, happy place while you're going into surgery where they're going to knock you out, maybe die. You got to sign a thing that says, if you die, go fuck yourself. Could you want a blood transfusion or are you like Islamic, Islamic? I don't know. What, what, what religion doesn't want uh, transfusions? Uh, Islamic. It's, it's, you have to. No, I don't know. You have to Jehovah's Witness. I don't know. Uh, but being able to breathe, they, they put this packing up your nose. I think in the old days, they would put wooden splints up your nose. Jeez. And you had to wear that for a long time. Now they put this goop up your nose. And then one day it all just dissolves and falls out. And you go, I really it's a can't. Brand new day. I, I, I can't explain how wonderful. Do you guys have two working nostrils? I have a mild deviated septum, so I kind of know what you mean, like when when you sleep bad and stuff because you can't breathe right. So I'm on the before side of that. Well, if you ever have insurance or can afford a, a fairly expensive surgery, I know the, I know the people. Yeah, well, right. it didn't hurt that bad. Let, let's get to more important business. Uh, Kevin. Got yes. Kevin got married. I did. I did. How, how many days ago? Uh, it would be about two weeks ago. Mazel tov. Thank uh, you. And, and, and uh, tell me your wife's name. I'm sorry. I've forgotten. Ariel. Ariel, of course. 
Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, how how many people came to the thing? Was it a super spreader? Uh, one. It was what? Callie Kazoo was our witness. No shit. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. I love it. Yes. Not me. No. No. no we rejected Spencer. <laughs> No, we were only allowed to bring one person in the courthouse at a time for this. And she, Ariel, wished we could bring a woman to help her get into her dress in the bathroom. So, Callie. Can, can you pull up a photo? Can you pull up a photo for us? Yes. Of, of the nuptials? One sec. I love nuptials, you guys. Supple oh, herbs. look at you, handsome devil and gorgeous. Wow, lady. that's a lot of photos. Fantastic. Yes. I like that you went, so you went, you did a courthouse wedding, yes. but also went through it and got a bridal gown and a, and a tux. That's fantastic. Yes. I have friends that just went up there in t-shirt and jeans and just really. Well, that was why I was like frantically messaging you that one day saying, hey, I need a tailor in Los Angeles right now. Did you go? Ended up finding something off the rack that just fit perfectly. It was amazing. Wow. You, I think you're like a lucky, like, what, what are you like a 40 regular? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I should work at a fucking carnival. That's amazing. I, 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 I can tell how tall everybody is and how big their shoes are. And I can tell a guy's suit size, but like that, you are made for suits. Like, like I, I'm, I'm tall, but I have no shoulders and I have crazy Frankenstein arms. See, I got really short arms, and the guy at the suit shop was like, "Yeah, sorry, this this suit's got a little bit you know, the jackets. The we got short arms on this one." And I put it on, and it just fit perfectly. And I was like, "Okay, done." You know who I'd put you in? Uh, you, could walk, you could go to any Paul Smith store and walk right into it. That that because that, that, that's the size. I I can't. There's not even enough sleeve for me to let it out. Like my tailor is like, "There's not enough material here." And also, like, you are you, you can wear. Hugo Boss, you could wear Dolce, you could wear Xenia, you could wear anything. Spencer, Gucci, no. all the way. No way. Like the House of Gucci? Or Versace. One of the, one of the cheese. Maybe Versace. That's, that seems more my, my speed. I don't okay. know. So speaking, of, so you got married for some strange reason. Why did you get married in Anaheim, and even though that you live near Chicago? Uh, we were in the Los Angeles area anyway, and just decided, you know, we kept trying to make plans and the plans kept falling through because no one wanted to travel for COVID and we couldn't go anywhere and do stuff like that. So we just went, you know what, let's just do it now. And we were going to do it in Los Angeles, but uh, Los Angeles County is backed up for wedding uh, licenses until February. Wow. So we went to the next closest place, which was Anaheim in Orange County. So I, I grew up, I was born and raised in Tustin, which is near Anaheim. Not proud of it. I don't claim it. Uh, we did a show at, at the awesome, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the theater there? It's kind of like a house of blues. It's right next to the big A and the, uh, the pond and shit. Can't think of it. It's a really great venue. The people there are the greatest. The crew is the nicest. There were more anti-vax assholes in that show than some of the more what i would consider a little more you know not to be indelicate but more rednecky states and cities that we played um orange county is full of fucking hillbillies and we told yeah. like like we we have we have 38 shows to do and if you come on stage if you don't have a mask we're going to give you a mask but you got to wear the mask and a fucker in the in the second row yelled sheep and then uh, and another guy yelled, "Let's go, Brandon!" Oh no, we hey, hate is that Brandon. Anaheim residents, or is that Disney tourists that are just going to a show one night? No, Orange County is fucking Park. conservative. Orange County is is, is like like willfully assholey conservative. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm moving my mic in. Do I sound okay? I, I realized my mic was a mile away from me. You sound cool, man. You sound like you're in the future. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to move it in anywhere. Um, yeah, you can move so, it. So, yeah, Anaheim is rough. I had a few friends, and I won't name their names, that came down to see the show because I rarely do a show in the L.A. area. And this is with, with, uh, with Who's Live anyway, with, you know, the Who's Live guys. 
and sure check out their tour dates touring you know january uh omicron uh permitting oh Uh, yeah please don't cancel our shows uh my friends said they were going to take the train down which obviously means they're going to show up wasted these these particular friends of mine showed up on all the mushrooms and all the booze. And I don't even know. I think only one of them remembers being there. They got in a fight on the train back. It was just, yeah. Anaheim. Holy smoke. All right. So the other night, you guys, because we have a lot to catch up on. So I, uh, D- Dino Stamatopoulos, who we all know and love, did a show at the TG, which is a bar in Atwater Village. And it's a very small little bar. And Robbie Falks played, Donna Falks, uh, Gabe Sunday uh, did comedy. Uh, sorry about everything Dino's band played. Um, I'm leaving out one other band, who's, uh, two gals whose names I forget. Apparently, half of the audience got COVID. Um, not Dino. Not me, but Laura got it. Robbie got it. Um, Io got it. The drummer, uh, the, the guitar player, Raj got it. Um, all their friends that came got it. Uh, another friend of ours, we found out, had it bef- probably before he went to the show, but he, he didn't know. So we've all been tested. I tested negative, but holy smokes. Like it was a, a small room full of fully vaccinated people and boosted. And half of the crowd uh got infected when was that about this it was last tuesday so whatever that, whatever date that is what, what, what date is today shit man i guess omicron's in los angeles it sounds like huh Jesus. Um, th- they all got mild symptoms they all have like kind of a two-day flu but also all of them had travel plans to go somewhere for christmas but now they can't mm. so well, I got- all i want for christmas is you Oh my God. I'm going to fuck you. So I'm going to fuck ba-dum, you. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Nose doctor. I want to pretend that you're my nose doctor, Spencer. And I'm just going mean, to give it to you. I'll take anything at this point. Honestly, I'm going to give you anal, anal COVID. It's going to be oh. right. It's, it's actually the, the most pleasant way to get COVID is, uh, is, is rectally. It's rectally, um, administered, you know, it takes the longest to get to your throat. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Because yeah. uh, n- normally viruses are rhinoviruses that go up your nose. That's the thing about viruses. Yeah, they're rhinoviruses that go up your nose. Okay, this is this is a little dirty, but I'm going to say it anyway because who gives a turkey? <laughs> uh, a friend of mine, Dave, who is fully vaccinated, has gotten COVID twice after two vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what he was doing wrong, but he got it twice and he, he was very good about it. He didn't leave the house for 10 days each time or whatever the, the recommended duration is. But he said to a friend of mine, he goes, hey, if you get COVID, you lose your sense of smell. Eat all the ass you can find. That was his COVID advice. So I, I, I pass this along to, uh, to anybody out there who's ailing and suffering from loss of smell. Go eat that. Go eat that ass. Is the flavor the problem? I mean, Kevin, are you are you are you still suffering from long term symptoms, or are you all good? Nope, I'm all good. I'm after the first shot. I it it went away. It was amazing. Did you eat a lot of ass? That that's how we got engaged. Actually, yeah. There you go. He pulled a ring out of her ass. It's, it's a and fucking. Then he's like, "Look, is this for? I'm already on my knees." This episode is a love story, everybody. Mm-hmm. I think we call this episode a love story. Fantastic. I want to finish what you were saying about vaccines and how the guy got he got um, COVID twice. Even though you got vaccines and well, how you were saying that uh, vaccines like, were bad, of all, right? of all the people that, that went to the show, uh, Dino's show the other night, mm-hmm. um, only one of the people that got sick hadn't been boosted. Everybody yeah. else had two shots and a booster and they wow. got, again, mild symptoms and they have to be, you know, they have to be 
at home for a week. Robbie Falk said he loved it. He goes, I'd be lying if I, if I told you I didn't love this because I get to lay down all day long and everybody brings me things. So, uh, it's, so now it, you're saying COVID is good. COVID is good if you like uh, staying home and Postmates and Grubhub and, 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 uh, <laughs> and the people that you live with. Sure. I, 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 like, uh, I like hitting the town. Yeah. But okay, this, this is probably bad science. I mean, it's certainly bad science, but I'm going to say this. I've done some calculations on the people that did and did not get sick at that show. The heavier drinkers did not get sick. The lighter drinkers all got it. What were the heavier drinkers drinking? Um, everything from noon till uh, noon. Um, the, the, the hardcore alcoholics, which I include myself in, um, so far negative. The people that drink a little less, they all got it. So what if that. what if what if the strong alcohols, you know, they killed the alcohol, they killed the bacteria in her throat and they sterilized it. I must have said this a thousand times in Harmontown or on that happens, but uh, I, I don't believe a virus can uh, exist in the hostile environment that my bloodstream has created. Uh, I, I, I dare you, COVID, to come and get me. I don't even think a virus could exist. Oh, you're not even anti-vaxxer. You're an antiviruser. I'm, I'm an antivirus. Well, I think I think That's the disease exists. Part. I just think they're caused by other things. You know, I think it's like they're caused by the flat Earth itself. Lizard people. Yeah, they're lizard people diseases. Straight up lizard people. Okay, so yesterday I I did the the hard work of looking up what the fuck an omicron is, and I assumed it was a letter in the Greek alphabet that I was unfamiliar with, mm -hmm. and it is. And it, my dick, I didn't I didn't really dig into it. The dictionary said, oh, it's, oh, I thought, oh, I thought Omega was O. Omega is also O. Now there's, and someone proved me, no, no, not, not prove me right or wrong. Somebody help me. Omicron, O micron would be little O. Omega, big O. Mm -hmm. um, I leave help it, us out, Kevin. I leave it to Kevin Day. So Omicron makes the O sound like in our alphabet. Omega makes aw like saw. Aw. So, so they include two different vowels for the uh, in their alphabet. Yes, their letters don't match up one to one to ours. Right, but but we don't have right. a schwa in, in, in our in our alphabet. Correct. We yeah. just let E fucking cover like eighteen jobs, and we just let it be E. Yes. But Greeks were like, no, fuck it. There's A and there's O. Yeah. So there's big, a, the, big O and little O. Right. For the folks at home, what's a schwa? An upside down E. It's the, it's the vowel sound of the. The. Uh. uh. But then we have E, like in Jeff, and we have E, like in V, and, you know, like the E's all over the fucking yard. And the Greeks had the fucking. Well, first they created uh, civilization, democracy, uh, rampant homosexuality, and and uh, and sexual transmitted diseases. And but also olive oil. And uh, <laughs> olive oil. I, I would put I that straight in Rome. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Kevin, who who invented olive oil? I Kevin. Kevin. That's what uh, that's what Callie does on her show. Um, and if I'm home, I try to leave the house if Callie's <laughs> doing a show. Um, but if I'm home, sometimes through the wall, I hear I hear Callie going, "Kevin." She does stream my name a lot. Yes, <laughs> she's really you funny. Ever, you see, uh, how is uh, the delicate detente between you and your roommate Kelly going on? I don't. I don't know. I think it's she's she's dating someone, and um, at at first they were always over here, and that was a fucking nightmare. And now she's over at his house more often. Not it's so it's like more even. And so now that it's like sometimes they're they're over here being more annoying, and sometimes she's just gone completely. Is like that. That's that's it. I could take that because she's not been gone completely for a long time. You know, so having when, her uh, when when homeboy was coming over to your place more, did you, did you 
Did you have to hear them uh, in flagrante, in flagrante, like uh, making it happen? Oh, you wouldn't believe it was Los Flagrantos, I think, you know. It was um, too many flagrants. Yeah, I had to upgrade. <laughs> I had to buy new uh head head uh, earplugs the earplug i had to upgrade the decibel uh quietness of my earplugs so they were they were just knocking it out all the time and you had you you're right across the wall yeah and they're just blasting loads and you know blasting loads. loads okay that yeah. was that, i mean that maybe an episode title probably not well, we can't call it blasting loads i hope yeah i get yeah, apple list. doesn't like stuff yeah but yeah on the list but but yeah it just it really uh sucks um i don't like it i love to live alone i don't have a job so i feel like it's not a good idea to start paying more rent than i currently pay right. you know but i i would love to be gone another unit just opened up in this building and i was like maybe i should just move into that and but you know someone else moved in already so I had Whatever. a, I lived like, I guess it would be like the mid nineties. I lived on Beechwood and I had a roommate and that was uh, Derek Mears, giant Derek Mears, who is a giant yeah. Kung Fu karate man, monster movie uh, actor. We had him on the show. Yeah. His, his girlfriend at the time was also a, like, like a, a stunt person like like and, and their sex sounded like a fucking prison break it was <laughs> like like the ikea furniture was shattered like yeah. I, I didn't even know what if they were enjoying it but it, it really was physical they were using sugar glass and stuff <laughs> yes sir. uh my girlfriends tended to be more delicate smaller actress you know types uh yeah. but there was one girl God, I mean, I want to tell the story and name the comedian that most people listening to this would know. But mm -hmm. I don't know if that's not cool. He lived right across the wall from my bedroom. And there was one girl I was dating who was the noisiest orgasmic sex partner I've ever been around. It was too loud. And the walls on my apartment were paper thin, wafer thin. We, we woke up the whole bloody fucking neighborhood when we had sex and she Jeez. was a little thing. She was tiny, but she was just howl and scream uh, with, with joy or whatever. I, I mean, who knows? Uh, she seemed to be enjoying it. Um, you would hear any part of our neighborhood, like the apartments across the, the driveway and the, the apartments above me, the apartment behind me, who is a famous comedian that people all know. Uh, graveyard silence after we were done. And next door, I would hear squeak, 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 footsteps, bathroom. Oh, no. And then slower footsteps back into the bedroom and then squeak 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 indeed so here's my question and you don't have to be honest about this because this might be a little too ribald uh did you ever oh, fucking shit. jerk off while you were overhearing callie and and, and her boyfriend no it, oh, you uh, hesitated a little, a little no, bit. i've thought about <laughs> trying to like blast porn on my tv just because it's like i mean is this acceptable is this what's okay to do is just you know you know loudly do sex things like in the morning uh, like did you see them over a cup of coffee like at the uh, at the coffee table and the, were they ever like contrite or apologetic about having kept you up and been banging all night well um i wake up early and i can't sleep in so 
I usually at some point leave the house uh, because I don't just want to start stomping around because they're like sleeping and stuff. And so I just leave the house. I go drive around. I go to Griffith Park. I go walk around and stuff. And I, I usually kill a bunch of time before I come back. And often by then they're gone. And so I often don't have interactions the morning after. But these days, I also, like, when they're hanging out here, I'll go to bed early and put in my headphones, uh, earplugs and stuff. So I just, now, now with my new improved earplugs, now I don't know what's going on. You could stab me in the gut and I wouldn't <laughs> feel a thing. Is that how your earplugs work? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, so it's not, no, I don't, it's not, it's not sexy. It's rude. You know, it's not, there's, there's, there's nothing sexy about someone being rude to you. I think there's nothing less sexy than disrespect and no one has ever had a separate opinion. Yeah. But I mean, Jeff, we got a, we got a certain in the moment they, they, you were the last thing on their minds, but still they, yeah. you should have been on their mind because you're a roommate. That's also paying half the rent. And like, I would like when they're having sex, I would like to be the first thing on their mind. I don't think that's too much to ask, but we got to take a break. We'll be right back with more that happens. Hey there. My name's Buffalo bonsai and i am uh covered in hair because i'm a buffalo named bonsai and you know i gotta wax my shit when i'm trying to get down in the sack baby and i'm a bison so my loads oh man you ever rake a pile of leaves from a couple of trees in your front yard my loads are as big as like a pile of such a size and it does pile up Oh boy, buffalo semen, it's a it's a <laughs> coagulated mess and it's really sticky. It forms uh it forms stiff peaks, not unlike the stiff peaks that egg whites can form. Use the promo code Goblin Flakes for 20%. <laughs> Did you start smoking weed again? And we're back. I did actually, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I'm not having a great. That was like a fucking acid trip. That was that was amazing. I've been trying. I've been less impressed with you know the specific comedy pulse that I've been coming up with. So I have to really get like kind no, of just, esoteric, you know, free, like really. You gotta go. You gotta freestyle. Also, I like that you corrected and said that it was a bison and not a buffalo because I was just in Buffalo, <laughs> New York, and we don't have buffalo. Mm -hmm. North America. We have bison. We you or, or before we tried to kill them all. I love now they all live on Catalina or something. I don't know nothing about that. You you guys see the West Side Story? <laughs> I, I have not, but I I, I want to hear your impressions because I I'm a huge fan of the original film and and Sondheim's Sondheim had just passed away. His music it is one of the great yeah. films of all time. Yeah, um, I uh, I don't know. I well, you said you heard it was awful, right? I've heard bad things. Yeah, I liked it. I think um, I don't know. I just listened to the blank check about it today. It just came out today. It's like a podcast about movies and stuff. And I agreed with what Griffin was saying. Um, where like I feel like in terms of modernization, I think a lot of the gang stuff they changed it in ways I felt like were earned and like this is worthy of remaking a movie to kind of redo this in a more you know cool way um like because it's kind of framed that the police like they're they, they, they're not above arresting the jets but you know they'll let the jets beat the shit out of the sharks and and you know the the puerto rican people because they're racist cops you know so it's like it's kind of like this intersectional thing about how the you know power hoarders want uh race race violence you know to keep right. them occupied so there's stuff like that that i think is really cool but the thing is the main guy he just looks like he looks like a fucking brick that got hit by a brick like he looks shitty he looks like a kid pretending to be his dad or a dad that was shot with like a a, a youth ray or something you know so he's like Kevin, oh can no you pull up an image kid. of what, what spencer's talking about i think it's ansel elgort right is that his name 
um but he also just like he can dance pretty well but his singing voice sounds like a boy's voice and you know the the movie of of west side story the maria song it's like it's such this manly voice at least in my head who knows it's been forever but you know that like i'll never stop saying Mar-. you know it's like this very masculine voice but yeah. he has it, kind of this more boyish voice say it quietly and it's almost like praying it's 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 uh one of the greatest lyrics and uh, also sometimes music is absolutely wonderful. I've watched that movie a million times. And yeah. for, for some reason, the happiest number maybe in the whole film is the one that makes me cry. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I want to be in America. Okay. By me in America, there's something about that, that song. It's so joyful, but also it's, it's about being displaced. It's about being Puerto Rican and New York and having no respect and uh like i want to go back to san juan i know a boat you can get on bye-bye like that 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 fucking number is just great the third act slows down a little bit uh that's the thing that's the thing in the movie is that the third act was such a drag i was like let's just take it to the end what are we doing like it's so because you know um you know spoiler alerts for west side story it's 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 romeo and juliet obviously right right uh, and so so the main character he kills the brother of juliet you know and and so and so but yeah bernardo and and after at, from that point onwards it's just it's just a slog and they they do other stuff and it's like well i don't care about any of this we got to resolve this and and also i don't know i i, I this might have been a problem well, with why Romeo would you this is this is me being an old fuddy-duddy and I, I i've done this probably a million times where like why would you remake a movie that got it right um, like you can't remake West Side Story. It's fucking great, and it was one of the first films to to do uh, completely uh, locations in New York, which is uh, hard to do because it's, it's expensive, yeah. you know. And uh, th- there's also never anybody else in the street. It's empty New York. It's great. Um, yeah. Well, I think all you- that stuff is really good. It's really just the romance that I think shits the bed because I think like. I think you buy, um, I think you buy Maria, everything she's doing. She's just amazing. Like basically almost anytime she was on screen, I was crying. I was crying like almost the whole movie. And like, it was the stuff like, uh, it was the happy stuff that really was getting me the most or the romance, but like the tragedy too. But it was like mostly just all the hat, like just seeing her be happy and in love was just so like touching, but his side of it was just like. I'm just not feeling anything off of him. He just looks like this big lummox. I don't know. It just, and also just, I don't know. I think this, the guy, like, is, is, is it Tony? Uh, the yeah, guy, Tony. The, the guy in the original movie, he's kind of a turd as well. He, uh, I, I'm, I'm not crazy about right. that guy either. But yeah, it's not amazing, but it's, it's not bad. I think also, this you got, uh, worse. And the original one's a little problematic because. I don't know how many of the Puerto Ricans were Puerto Rican. Certainly Natalie Wood was not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Russ Tamblin as Riff, he's in a million musicals. He's always a little annoying. He's a great athlete and they do a lot of gymnastics and shit like that. And uh, who played? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm uh, George, George uh, Chakiris as Bernardo mm-hmm. in the movie. Sexy yeah. as shit. He's the whole fucking show. That dude in fucking tight pants, forget about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think that, like, I, I don't know. It's just like, also, I like I said, I they think this might be a problem with the story in general, with the Romeo and Juliet story, with the West Side Story, you know, originally or whatever. But in this version, it just feels more clear that like the characters' actions don't really make sense, even if you buy the romance. It's like I don't know, like she kill you know he kills the brother and then they're like let's fuck and then she's like arguing with her uh her you know anita about whether or not she should be in love with him you know still and it just comes across as she's like gloating over the fact that she's in love and she doesn't have anyone to love because he fucking her her love just got murdered you know like it just like it comes it's like comes across as a really weird thing to do is to like highlight this thing uh when it was when a death was so recent and just there's all these actions with which in this version they just like i think you kind of were 
they were kind of a, a hard a reach you know in the original story but in this you don't you i don't think you buy it because i don't think you buy the romance that would kind of buy those kinds of crazy like, things what, obviously they made the movie before sondheim died because sondheim died not that long ago so the movie yeah. was in production before that so was that just mm-hmm. weird timing but also he must be spinning in his grave because if you fuck up his own movie that was so fucking the, the music I, I was at a uh, at a jazz club in the valley, and a, a solo trumpet player, and I can't think of the name of the band. Uh, he played Maria solo on trumpet, and it's so chromatic and all this all this awesome stuff. And you cry just from hearing the music. The lyrics are fuck, like uh, like uh, like basically secondary. Like that's how good the music is, and also mm-hmm. the the the, um, the motific stuff, the motifs. Uh, musically, they travel through the whole thing, and you got Marnie Nixon, who I believe doubled Rita. No, not Rita Moreno. Uh, Natalie Wood. Natalie couldn't really sing that good. She could sing okay, mm-hmm. but Marnie Nixon was an actress that doubled lots of people in lots of movies. And where's her Oscar? I mean, maybe she's won a dozen. I don't fucking know, but. Uh, I met Rita Moreno one time who's in the film when I was nine years old and it was Yul Brynner's either 4,000th or 4,500th performance party, maybe 5,000th, somewhere around there, but it was a round number and all these old theater gods were there. Like, fucking Constance Towers was there. And uh, so I walk up to Rita Moreno and I'm a little kid. Uh, uh, Carol Channing was there. Scared the fuck out of me. What's your name? I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'm Jeff Davis. Jeff Davis. Like she was really, I don't know if you know who Carol Channing is, but boy, oh boy. No, she, she's, a, uh, you know, she's hello, Dolly. Uh, I walk over to a woman and I'm like, oh, that's fucking Rita Moreno. And I walk over to her, I go, would you do the yell for me? And she goes, how do you know the yell? I'm like, you're Rita Moreno. There was a kid's show that was not Sesame Street. It was Electric Company. I don't, do you guys remember this? I know it, but I think it was before my time. He started it by yelling, hey, you guys, like really loud. And she did it and scared the fuck out of like Larry Hagman. Like, this is when Dallas was on TV. Larry Hagman jumped out of his boots. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the theater gods. Anyway, do I have to go see West Side Story? Should I just stay away from it? Because I, th- I think it's I'm good. I really like it. I like the music. I really just don't like to me, like, like I said, it's just like, I don't, I think it's just hard to buy like the the main lead. And that's hard in a, in a Romeo and Juliet story. Answer, can know? I ask you a personal question? Sure. You want to pop? I, I need to pop. Pop cool pop nice boy boy crazy boy that's the numbers in that show just they change the content that's the thing is it's just all the songs are just so good yeah well guess what sondheim rest in peace because uh his music changed the whole landscape from i think for most people of what musical uh theater is was in ever shall be yeah, he probably would have seen the movie at some point. I wonder he if he saw he it and what he thought of it. Himself on his own dick, and he would maybe mad. he would have thought it was okay. Well, he would also go like, "Oh, I'm alive." Uh, the alternative like, wow, is I would have been dead three weeks ago. So he would have been pretty happy. I think either. No, way. I mean he might have seen it before because he is Stephen Sondheim, and it's a fucking it's a West Side. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I, I guess he probably was involved in the creation of the film because because it's been sh- it's just been shelved for like two years. I think I think it's been done. Like so, I don't. It's possible. I get a text from Eric Idle saying that it cost two hundred million dollars to make and made uh, ten million. Yeah, opening weekend. Yeah, yeah, which it's going to lose money for sure. They, I think they have taken a bath. But I, again, I've done no research and don't care. It could make a little more money, but yeah, they're going to be. It's. I don't think it'll crack a hundred. And Jeff Read is again. drinking, or not drinking. He's smelling. I'm sniffing my beers. That happens. Everybody drink. I don't have a beverage. Um, How do you not have a beverage? I have actually a lot of beverages. Check this out. Hold on. 
I heard that there was gingerbread. Look at you see on my bed there's beverages you keep your beverages there's a on box your bed? of beverages i have too many beverages to keep in the boxes so i have some that are on my bed at the moment until i shift them into the uh how's it going jeff <laughs> i'm good man i uh they're gonna stay on the bed for a long time all right I, I want my Dr. Peppers from uh, Kevin. Apparently, has scored me some Dublin Dr. Peppers. Is it Dublin, Ohio? Where is it from? Dublin, Texas. I thought maybe. Yeah, Dublin, maybe. Texas. Don't know. Yeah, it was so fun to be out on the road again and doing shows and stuff. And uh, but then you can't go out and hang out with anybody because I didn't want to be the guy that gave the rest of the cast uh, COVID. So. I spent more time in ho hotels than I ever want to. I, I do not like room service. I do not like spending time in the hotel room. I love hotels. I, I love sleeping in them and showering in them. But then you get the fuck out of there and you go walk around. But interesting, there, there was kind of kind of nothing to do without worrying the cast. You know. Yeah, I like the being in the hotel room. I feel like there's a gravity that a hotel room exerts, and it's hard for me to leave. You know, you know what hotel rooms do to me? They make me incredibly horny mm -hmm. because hotel rooms just remind me of like having sex in hotel rooms. And sure. I don't, I don't watch porn in the hotel room and I don't do that. But like, I just like, I just want to go downstairs and make out with the reception staff. I just, I, I get, I get really like, <laughs> like, I just get so randy and I'm, I'm 48 and you know what? I still got it. You want to know the secret to my success? Clean living. I always feel like that. I always feel that revved up. Do you? Yeah. The second I wake it just the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to have to fucking hump this door or something. <laughs> yeah. I, a couple nights ago at a, a bar that will not be mentioned. There was a gal there and she texted me today and she's like, um, I feel like I owe you a kiss. I'm like, why is that? And she goes, because you kept asking me to kiss you. <laughs> like, like, I was like, was I being annoying? She goes, not at all. She goes, you are just being persistent. And I'm like, I'm very sorry about that. Also get the fuck over here. We're going to make up. Sure. You know, in your escapades at these bars and stuff, you ever see people, you know, women who are like, you know, like more my speed? I think most women are more your speed than my speed. Sure. I didn't even you know mean, what my speed is, but I think that's so like that, ten, that, that, tens or something, right? Ten, 10 out of tens. No, I, no. I, and I, I, I don't think I've like, if, if you did, if you lined up like in a photo gallery of every girl that I've ever been attracted to, you would never pick the one that I was the most attracted to. It, it certainly wouldn't be the 10 out of 10. If you lined up a photo gallery, it wouldn't be a gallery. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be three girls and one dude. It'd be like a photo. <laughs> I feel like a photo. <laughs> There'd be a Polaroid from 1989. <laughs> I don't and um, if you look at it, you'll die within seven days. I think I've... I, I don't even care about sex anymore. I don't even want sex necessarily. I just want to, I want kisses. I, I want to cuddle sure. and a kiss. I've, I've had enough sex. I, Not I, me. I think the idea of kissing in the parking lot is the sexiest thing in the universe. I don't need to go and like fucking really lay it down. I sure. mean, I will, I still will, but like, like, Oh, you gotta, no, you don't gotta. You just, I, I just want smooches. I want a smoochy pie. I'm a sure. smoocher. Yeah, a very good smoocher. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, you know, uh, stay in my room or. Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Sorry. <laughs> you were telling us before we uh, recorded about you and uh, your wife's a Turkish love swing, uh, and all the bondage material that you have. So uh, how's that going? Uh, it's going well. We're 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 getting more adventurous the longer we're married now. Uh, you know, the, the swing broke wedding night, obviously. Well, that's if, if you don't if you don't break the Turkish love swing, then you weren't fucking right. Like it's 
but also you got to always spend the extra money for the for the uh, for the drywall mounts. You got to make a, a stud finder, make sure that you know exactly where, like, where the joists are and the, and the stuff. So you know, yeah. from now on, suits and sex toys, you're my go-to guy. Evan's sex life is getting so adventurous. He just bought an apparatus of qualish. <laughs> it's what? a D and D. It's like a D and D thing. Okay. Oh, speaking of D and D, should we? Uh, do we have time? Yeah, I think. Let's let's at least wow. revisit because uh, it's been so long. I don't even know what my character's name is. Uh, but yeah. let's let, let's try and knock one out real, real fast and just at least the worst case scenario. We have a conversation and uh, you know do, do something. I think it could be really good. Uh, can I, can, it'll be funny that this will be the one time we play and then you'll be back on tour. <laughs> that's true. No, oh, we should mention no, we're not going to do an episode uh, next week. No episode next week because of Christmas. The, the the upcoming tour is more like what tours were normally where we would do like weekends and then have days off. Uh, nice. The last tour was we had no days off. So, mm -hmm. okay. My, my current notes say episode 29. Does that, does Jesus that scan Christ. for you guys? sure um i i vaguely remember what happened i mean i know what happened i always know you know i'm the i'm the dungeon master hush money i can't even swing what, what my writing is so bad sling wiser and quickman does that make any sense yeah quick man, quick man. um those are three guys okay we unload the boat there's a commotion on board blue elf Aquatic Elf, Lizard Men, three, Fall Frithle. Fall Frithle. Fall Frithle is dead. Dagger, Elvish, he'd been kidnapped. Oceans, they fight and all die. We return the stolen goods. I'm in good standing. We get paid 700 gold pieces in a bag. There's an explosion. Walter Salmore. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Fishing company blows up two empty longboats, two pirate ships. Barbara Poolish. Barbara Poolish. Yeah, cop. dude. I fucking love these notes, dude. She, she's a cop. Yeah. She, she recognizes him. I'm assuming that meaning Walter somewhere. Uh, no, Nightshade. Who's Nightshade? How many more notes you got? I'll tell you who knows. I've got three sentences left. Combat with mercenary soldiers, seven of them, from the long ships to shore. We fight. Then that's it. Okay. So, so Nightshade was a bad guy. Who is? Nightshade. You asked who Nightshade was. He's a bad guy. What? what describe Nightshade for me. Again, this is been 40 him a years little ago bit more in the recap with the music. Do it. Last time on the, the, the last time, who even what a, our heroes had finished the mission and they freaking turned it in. They got the ship back and stuff. And then as they were turning in the quests, they were about to get the big money from Hush Money. He was handing them the big sack of gold when a, a big crash rocked the deck of the of the docks in the town. And, Everybody ran outside to see that a fucking big attack was happening. All these ships were attacking, setting the place on fire, and raiding parties were attacking. Holy shit, it was crazy. And uh, I think Barbara Poolish showed up and said, this must be the work of Nightshade or something like that. Barbara Poolish is a cop, and she started fighting the bad guys, and you also started to fight the bad guys. And then... Um, what happened um and then freaking kevin that happened and then kevin he got knocked out and he woke up and he was in the nerds candy kingdom trying to find one of the nerds and then he uh he was going to the, get the thing the, what was it? it was like a colored gem i think it was like a red gemstone of some sort but was it all a dream? Yes, because he woke up and they're all fighting still now. Oh boy. So yeah, so Nightshade is seems to, you don't know who he is. You just heard his name and he seems to be someone who's behind this attack. And yeah, he's attacking the you guys were fighting a raiding party 
of the people that are attacking the whole town's on fire there's ships that are starting to sail away and stuff okay and and you've taken the job to kind of defend the town uh because the guy who was gonna pay you took the money what's kevin's character's name again that's how long it's been johnny defever jonathan sir jonathan defever johnny fever all right okay so like describe our surroundings and the and the, and the current state of affairs like like what, what what's- you're in salt marsh if you'll recall salt marsh is a seaside town you know a harbor city a dock town full of fishers it's also got miners but the docks that you're at you're at the docks are covered in fire and flames fire is everywhere um because uh the nightshades forces his ships have have come to the town while you weren't paying attention and set fire and started shooting you know cannons at the town and sent ships full of men to start sacking sacking the town so that's that's what you're you're actually in front of a gang of 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 raiders who came in through a boat and they have clubs and they've they've been attacking you you are fighting them they brought clove uh clubs to a fucking they, they brought clubs to a short bow fight and i start firing off short bows oh remember imagine if we had an audience and they were cheering you know the like you don't bring a fucking i'm a fucking uh what's my who, class what am i a fucking tabaxi you're a freaking cat man a tabaxi you yeah you don't fucking bring a club to a tabaxi uh donny brook i'm gonna i'm gonna kill everybody i'm on my worst day i kill everybody i'm gonna kill everybody do, do i have to roll my own d's uh i can roll for you if you want but you are that's what happens usually is i think everyone rolls their own right yeah let's go because you got your character sheet okay so how close what's the proximity to me and my my nearest attackers or foes they're about 10 feet away from you oh these guys are fucking dead um do you like a 19 plus uh what's my attack on this six so 20 fucking five i love it oh boy and i and i roll uh a d4 plus two right i get i don't know yeah it'll say there probably yeah and kevin you're up next so think about what you want to do so i and, and uh with a bonus uh of six that's a fucking beat down right yeah so what did you roll for damage uh six total you roll a six for damage uh, a four a, a d4 plus two right yeah so yeah I, I got a four plus two all right all right you blast a guy in the head with a, a bow and uh, his eye explodes he goes down he's wearing kind of like a bullet-shaped helmet um they're also wearing kind of red and white uniforms um, they're all about to faded military uniforms they're about to be red all over like yeah a- you're about to read them like um like the queer community uses as an insult as a, as a term for insult well you know? read oh you just read his ass etc okay uh, i've been I'll, read i'll have to google that later you've i'm gonna read your ass um okay it's kevin's turn so how many people are we fighting right now six six okay i'm gonna do scorching ray and mm-hmm. see if we can't just blow a couple of them up okay all right so roll it up hit first right yeah we're well, three d20s I killed that dude, right? Well, number one is gone. Yeah, right? he's dead. Yeah, so five left. Sorry, right, not okay, six. Okay, so I just rolled 15 plus six. That's 21 for hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, so I rolled 2d6 three times then? Uh, you got to roll two more hits. So roll roll the oh. d20 again okay. uh, two more times. Oh, yeah. So that's 23. Now we're casting. That'll hit. And uh, 21 all right so roll roll yeah roll 66 i guess we're fucking, we got hot dice okay yeah the dice are hot so six and six 12. okay and is that do i do plus two for proficiency there or do i is it just the, is it just what i roll i think it's just what you rolled but you roll them again you roll you roll four you roll twice more so you rolled six okay. and six so roll again and then roll again six and five okay Kevin's lucky, huh? And three and three. 23, 26. 
29. Um, all right. Uh, so yeah, you blast three of them, you know, you conjure up three fireballs and you loose them and you hit three guys in the face and three of them go down and there's two of them left. Um, the oh, two okay. of them, they grab their clubs and they, they rush at you. Oh. Um, one rushes at each of you. And those are both misses. They both miss you. Okay. Um, they, yeah, they, they miss you with their clubs and they, uh, one of them trips and falls and the other, like he trips, but he goes off the fucking, um, what do you call it? The, like the dock, he goes into the ocean. He goes flying into the ocean. He trips so hard. Um, but now it's, it's Jeff's turn again. Well, okay. How close am I to the dude that's fallen down? That's on the dock. Um, he's like at your feet. Okay. Rapier stab right to the fucking heart. Okay. And that'll be a total of 21. All right. That'll hit. And I roll damage on a D8. Yeah. And you can roll sneak attack damage if you want to. Roll a D8 for me. I don't even know where my D8 is. I'm on it. I rolled a one <laughs> okay no let me roll mine then. no you can't pick after come on <laughs> i don't know where my d8 is that's the thing if it we're gonna be fast i'd allow it but now right. it's gonna take okay, time. No, no, let's, I'll, I'll take my medicine i still All fucking right. got him right you hit him yeah um for three damage or so um yeah okay i guess now now it's uh, kevin's turn i'm gonna cast firebolt on him Okay, roll it up. I duck out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I roll, rolled a 10 for hit. Standing over a, a wounded man's or whatever he is, uh, buddy. Okay, so that's a miss too. All right, so um, the guy gets back up and he, he goes he goes as to swing at, at, um, at what do you call it? fuzzy knuckles um but as as the blow you know comes down his head you just see this laser beam go and it just completely fries the guy's head and his head disintegrates and you know and it, it falls into dust and his corpse just falls down his head's been incinerated and uh you know you follow the beam you know you know you follow you with your eye and you see standing on top of a burning building is oculon the cultist who you probably don't remember but he's this weird short cultist with this long you know druid kind of cult robe and he has this big giant red eye uh that looks like he has pink eye something fierce and he's like i am oculon are you okay it, it, are you on our side? I forget. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm friends with uh, that that lizard. Remember that lizard guy? I think his name is Crunch. I don't remember shit. I'm friends with you. Yeah. Okay. Good. So now, uh, uh, Spencer, table talk. Have, have we killed all of the attackers on the dock? Yeah, they're gone now. Fantastic. Um, how far away is Oculon? Like, where, where is he? He's standing. He's on, on the dock. building. Uh, he he hops down. He hops down. Yeah, how's it going? Uh, what do you mean? How's it going? We're the toughest swinging uh, dicks on the fucking dock. <laughs> we we we. Uh, I, I don't want to say we can't lose. I'm just saying. I don't know if you watched the last 15 seconds. We just murdered uh, a squadron of assholes. Uh, yeah, that was just destructive as ever. I yeah. witnessed your potential with awe. I mean, I, I'm not even going to ask why you didn't help. I, I because we don't we didn't need the help. I don't like you were doing your thing. I don't know what you're having a sandwich. Uh, uh, what, what's the score? I was right having now? a sandwich. Yeah. The score is three to one. No, the score is six to zero. We fucking killed everybody. This was a good sandwich. <laughs> well, what, what, what was on it? Can I ask? Sun dried tomatoes. Oh, that's the. That's where I part company with the Oculus. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not a big sun-dried tomato uh, fan. I suppose the next thing you'll tell me you don't like people with giant weird eyes. No, I love no you and your weird pink eye. Uh, and sorry, I didn't mean weird. I, you and your unique, dazzling pink eye is the reason why I why I like you. 
I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the things that makes you oculant. You, you, me both, you and me both. That's what makes both of us oculant. Right. I mean, I'm a, I'm a kitty man. I mean, who am I to, to, you know, to judge? I, I'm a Let's weird. touch eyes. Well, am I going to get conjunctivitis? I can't say you won't. Okay, well, let's let's save that for maybe another another time. All right. Cliffhanger! <laughs> Conjunctivitis cliffhanger. We did it. We fucking did it. Oh, man. Oh, All boy. Right. We did it again. What do you got? What do you got to plug, Jeff? Christmas I, coming up? You go, know? Go, to, go to Who's Live anyway. Come travel with us unless Omicron virus... Uh, uh, d makes all shows canceled, but uh, we have a million gigs coming up uh, in the next year. Um, and and th this podcast, the next time that, that we can uh, pull this together. Yeah, if Omicron does knock out all the shows, I guess you'll be doing way more. I don't, I don't even think it's real. I call it Fomicron. That's oh, stupid. No. Don't end the show. Don't somebody say something funnier and don't end the show. You guys, you know, we have guests on the show and sometimes they say crazy things about COVID or vaccines, but you know, it's important that you get, you get vaccinated, <laughs> you get boosted. I'm so sorry. I'm sure you're going to react just as angrily about this kind of COVID misinformation as any other time that might've happened in the past. <laughs> But, you know, I, I apologize. You know, uh, we hear that happens are better than that. But thanks so much. Go to my Spytreon that's launching in January. Uh, no link. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. We'll figure it out. You, you can go to uh, a story time with Jeff Davis uh, uh, Patreon, which I have done, done fuck all on for a while. Uh, also, uh, Spencer's launching a new uh, virus called Ho Ho Homicron, where <laughs> it's Santa comes down the chimney and, and, uh, and kills your family. I cough in your stockings. I don't know. S stay tuned for more yeah. Shrub home video. <laughs> Bye, guys. And gals. Bye, everybody. In between. Bye-bye. Foot. <laughs> I got the rock.